Folks, a quick message from our sponsors, Know Before. So what's a con game? It's a fraud that works by getting the victim to misplace their confidence in the con artist. In the world of cybersecurity, we call confidence tricks social engineering. And as our sponsors, Know Before, will tell you, human error is how most organizations are compromised. What are some of the ways organizations are victimized by social engineering? We'll find out here in just a minute. Now, our sponsors' questions about forms of social engineering come in this form. Know Before will tell you that there's human contact, there can be con games. It's important to build the kind of security culture in which your employees are enabled to make smart security decisions. To do that, they need a new school security awareness training. See how security culture stacks up against Know Before's free phishing test. Get it now at knowbefore.com forward slash phishing test. That's knowbefore.com forward slash fishing test. Now, no before wants to thank you for listening to the show and I want to thank them for sponsoring it. They are the provider of the world's largest security awareness and simulated fishing platform. Be sure to take advantage of their free fishing test, which you can find at knowbefore.com forward slash fishing test. Think no before for your security training. Hey everyone, good morning. James Azar here with the Cyber Hub Podcast. I hope you're having a great week. Before we get started today, folks, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. If you're listening or watching, just subscribe, give us five stars. You can also go to our website at cyberhubpodcast.com and get all of the latest information. Today's uh, practitioner brief is a special one for me, folks. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about cyber, but I'd be remiss to ignore that tomorrow's 9-11. I don't broadcast on Fridays as a general rule of thumb. I, I'm a CISO, and so I got to spend at least one morning doing my full-time job. But with that being said, we'll talk a little bit about the cyber headlines um, we've got going on today. And then um, I will spend a better part of today's episode talking about 9-11 and remembering that day. Um, something that's been on my heart for a little while that I'd like to share uh, with all of you. I'll be also posting this on our CISO Talk channel, um, so you can listen to it there as well. So on our practitioner brief today, um, a few items, a few stories that I've been monitoring um, in my day-to-day. Um, I've linked those because I'm not going to go into detail on them. Just some of the headlines, which is the new uh, Raccoon attack that could let attackers break as a cell and TLS encryption. A very interesting study done by researchers. Uh, Zeppelin ransomware returns with a new Trojan on board. A CDR thief malware targets VoIP uh, gear in carrier networks, essentially steal metadata in order to perform VoIP fraud. Uh, Visa is warning of a fresh skimmer targeting e-commerce websites, a um, um, for those that are forgetting, it's September, um, holiday season's right around the corner, and last year around the fourth quarter, we saw a ton of skimming fraud sites, and Visa is already issuing the first burning shot of the fourth quarter. And a Slovak cryptocurrency exchange, Eaterbase, discloses a $5.4 million cyber theft um, affecting its entire, um, not its entire business, but uh, uh, several cryptocurrency wallets that have been uh, hijacked and stolen from. So with that being said, I want to kind of move and let, let's talk a little bit about 9-11, folks. Um, I think we can all um, think for a moment of where we were that day um, and what it means. The 2,977 American lives that were lost that day um, between the World Trade Center, um, Pennsylvania's uh, Flight 93, and the Pentagon. But 
beyond that, the attack of 9-11 was an attack not only on America, on American soil. It was an attack on our way of life. It was an attack on our financial system. And it was a broad um, attack against our government. And I don't want to get into the different discussion points around what really happened that day. And, and, and we know what we know. And, and, and so I do want to talk about the the hours after, the days after, the months after, and the years after, where we all came together as people, where no one identified by their political party, no one looked at their peers any differently. We all came together as Americans, and for that for that brief moment, for that for that period of time, American flags flew high. People were proud of this country. People changed their lives. Civilians joined the military to defend our freedom, to defend this attack against our nation. The best of people came out after 9-11. The very best of people. Heroes from the NYPD and the FDNY ran into these buildings. Many of them lost their lives. A good bunch of them suffered from health conditions that they suffer from until today, a cause that John Stewart has bravely taken on, which is the 9-11 rescue worker fund, to ensure that these rescue workers are getting the right health care. Is our nation perfect? No. But the people in this nation, when they come together, make it a perfect union like the founding fathers saw this nation to be. And with so much division and polarization to now, our, our adversaries are once again able to tear us apart and are once again enjoying um, the division that's existing within our nation. And for a moment now, maybe we should take tomorrow, um, today, and, and, and maybe the next period of time. We've overcome so much from... COVID this year has not been an easy one, but we came together as a nation. COVID, you may not see this, but I've seen it. Saw it with the CTI League, where the cybersecurity community came together to support free, to give free support, tools, response to healthcare facilities that were on the front line of this COVID pandemic. We saw people volunteer to support these frontline workers. We saw the best of America during COVID, yet no one's talking about it. And so for a moment, I'm going to use my platform to remind us all that we are Americans. We are people internationally. Um, Ohad Zeidenberg and his team over at CTI League brought people from over 90 countries together. Thousands of people to support the cyber criminals that were trying to take advantage of the COVID pandemic to attack healthcare facilities, hospitals, Uh, medical labs, uh, local government, state governments that were underfunded from a cyber perspective. That's the best of people. And 9-11 did the same exact thing for our nation. 9-11 brought out the best of America. So I'll challenge us all for a moment to not look at the polarization, not look at what the media is trying to sell us, not look at what anyone's trying to sell us, but rather just look at the people who are across from us on, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, in our jobs, in our families, in our lives, 
and just see them for what they are, not who they voted for in the last election, not who they're supporting on this one, but rather an American peer and fellow, someone who we can disagree with and still love and hug, someone who we can support, even at the darkest hour. This nation has survived a lot, and it will also survive this. But after 9-11, we came out to be a stronger group of people, a stronger nation, and that carried us through for a very long time. And we don't need another attack to bring us together. Rather, we as people can unite as a nation, not allowed to be divided, and come together and really just solve our problems through dialogue. And so I'll take a moment and and remember the victims of 9-11, the thousands of brothers and sisters in the armed forces who went to fight, fight wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, who gave the ultimate sacrifice for our nation, irregardless of what party you voted for, irregardless of what you did for a living, irregardless of how you got to this nation. They went there to fight for this nation because they believed in it, like I believe in it, like I know many of you do. So let's take a moment and remember those who gave the ultimate sacrifice on this very day 19 years ago. And let's also take a moment and take our heads beyond all the messes and all the drama and all the news and just look at our fellow Americans, put our hands on our shoulders and say, together we stand united as one. And that's the scariest thing for all of our adversaries is the American people united like 9-11. Thanks so much for listening today. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for tuning in. No out music today. No nothing, folks. Let's just support and remember those that have given the ultimate sacrifice, those families that this time of year form is the hardest. It changed their lives. And let's just for a moment Remember that we are all Americans, we are all citizens of this planet, and we all are accountable to one another, because that's what this nation was founded on. Thank you so much. Have a blessed, blessed day. And for those families, for my brothers and sisters in the service, thank you for what you do. To the first responders, thank you for what you do. We will always remember the ultimate sacrifice made by your brothers and sisters, and we will always remember the victims, and we will never forget 9-11. It's James Azar signing off. Have a great weekend, folks, and we'll be back on Monday with more.